Hello and welcome to the Off by Noon podcast. I'm Maddie and I'm here with Riley. (laughs) How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Should we jump right into it? Should we get into tactical tips of the day? Yes. My tactical tip of the day is to work to live, not live to work. I saw an article that came out recently that said that Gen Z is a lot more focused on working to live instead of living to work. And I think that's a really great mindset to have. I think that you should design your life and then find a job that fits into that lifestyle you're envisioning for yourself and not the other way around. I know I've always felt that way and it's kind of something that my dad like instilled in me when I was younger. He was always talking about how you should not make your job the center of your life. It should be your family and your passions and stuff like that and that's always stuck with me. So I love that. Yeah, I think that's really great advice and I heard that and I saw that article and I was like, damn, I agree with that. Did you hear it from my dad? (laughs) He was not the author of the article. (laughs) I'll tell them to work on that. Yeah. (laughs) Tell them they stole his idea. I will. (laughs) Okay. So my tactical tip of the day is to make strategic partnerships in business, whether that means reaching out and doing a collab with someone or something like that. Um, You know, it's going to give you a whole new audience to reach and it'll be, it might be a little, it might feel a little uncomfortable at first, but a lot of times people are all for it and it'll benefit you a ton. Yeah, I think another like really important part of that too is to look for someone with like a similar audience as you and then also like when you're reaching out to them because I've done this before and I've had people reach out to me before and I think the most important thing is for like both people to get something out of the partnership. Like like you said, it should be a strategic partnership for both parties. Right. And with that, like I said, you might feel a little awkward, but if you have the mindset going into it that like I'm going to help them, then it'll make you feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. Okay, so in this episode, I thought it would be beneficial to talk to you guys um, about my business, my personal story, how I got started, and how I took my business from six figures to seven figures. I'm really glad that you're doing this because a lot of people have been asking. Well, I'm glad. I want to kind of share my story about how I got to where I am so that hopefully it potentially inspires people or like helps them and gives them practical advice as far as like what they can do to to start a business. So first, I'll just give you guys kind of a background. Um, I started my dropshipping business back in 2020. And even before I started that, I think it's important to note that I tried a lot of different business ideas that absolutely failed. Like they were horrible. I started a I didn't even start it, but I almost started a CBD company. I did some real estate marketing stuff. Me and this girl were going to start a social media marketing company. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. She couldn't spell. 
No, she couldn't spell. Like anything. No. Or like put a sentence together. So that's another tactical tip just to throw (laughs) in there. If you're starting a business with someone. Be careful. Yeah. Like know that person really well. But anyways, just to give you guys an idea, like I did try to start a lot of different businesses that failed. And before talking about the ones that made me um, successful, like I think that it's important to note that that didn't just like happen right off the bat. Um, So back in 2020, I was working as a realtor. I think I had been working as a realtor for about a year at that point. And I was doing okay. I was making more money than I had up until that point. But I was working really long hours. I was working in the office from nine to five. And then I was doing showings on nights and weekends. And I wasn't making that much money. Like I wasn't making enough to afford some of the nicer things that I wanted. And I definitely wasn't making enough to like really have the lifestyle that I wanted to have for myself. And with real estate, at least at the um, brokerage I was working at, I realized that in order to make more money, I would have to take on more clients, which meant more time spent actively working. And I think like, I think there's a lot of glamorization about real estate, like, especially because of shows like Selling Sunset and like stuff like that. But it's really hard and it's sometimes like really unsafe, like just like meeting people at empty houses. Unsafe and unguaranteed. Like you could do 20 showings with someone and then they can go with another realtor. Like you don't get paid for showing houses. So it's a lot of time that could potentially be wasted that you could be spending doing something with more of a guarantee. Right. So I was getting to the point where I was kind of like, I I couldn't see real estate as like my job for the rest of my life. Um, It wasn't a sustainable career for me. So I started looking at other options and I had heard of drop shipping before and I decided to try it. I did try it in October of 2020 is when I started my first drop shipping business. And within the first month, I made $7,000 and which I was like super happy with. Yeah. I didn't expect it to do that well that quickly. Um, and then by month six, I had made over $100,000 from my business. Oh my and God. by then, um, I quit my job as a realtor so that I could focus on drop shipping full time. And then I did that for a few years. I grew the business to like multiple six figures a year. It was doing $40,000 months. It was going really well. And I had obviously like throughout those years that I was just doing drop shipping, I had a lot of things that I did that were like trial and error to where I ended up finding like the perfect strategy kind of for dropshipping stores and Facebook ads and just like my e-commerce model in general. I remember you hired a marketing company to help with your ads for dropshipping and then you realized that your ads were doing better than this marketing company's ads where you were paying them like thousands of dollars and your ads were performing better. So, I mean, that just shows you how great your strategy was. Yeah, I think I was, that was only a couple months into starting dropshipping too. And I was like, 
well, if I'm making this much from drop shipping and I don't even really know what I'm doing with ads, like imagine how much a professional marketing company could make me. So I spent $20,000 with this company and they, and that didn't even include ad spend. That was like just their service fee. And they, their ads were horrible. Like I got zero return. Like I lost even more money from that. Like in ad spend because their ads did not perform. They were awful. Um, so anyways, so then after that, I really like buckled down and learned everything I could about Facebook ads. And I think that like ultimately, obviously at the time it like really sucked, but looking back on it now, like I think that that happened for a reason so that I really learned how to do Facebook ads really well and get that blueprint down for my business. So dropshipping was doing really well. Like I said, it was making me multiple six figures a year. I wasn't working a nine to five. I was living like my sales were coming in passively. I was pretty happy with it and excited about it. But I feel like the entrepreneurial spirit in me still wanted more. And I was kind of trying, I was at a point where I was kind of deciding what I should do next in my business to continue to scale it and continue to grow it. Um, And I had a few different options, but around the same time, I started getting a lot of messages from like friends and family and even just random people online asking me how I started dropshipping and how they can start dropshipping too. And like if I'll mentor them. And obviously, I don't have time to one-on-one mentor everyone, Um, but I kind of saw an opportunity for another stream of income here, and this is kind of where my business went from multiple six figures a year to seven figures a year. I started adding dropshipping coaching services to my business, so I created an online course where I teach people how to drop ship with my exact same blueprint and they learn how to drop ship. They create passive income and obviously they pay me to enroll in the course. That's kind of like a background on me and my business and how it got to where it is today. Yeah. I feel like the strategies that you learned when you were marketing for your drop shipping company really came in handy and helped you when you started marketing for your course. Yeah, I definitely feel like the marketing is what allowed me to hit seven figures so quickly Um, because I think there are a lot of people who create online courses and think that it's going to be this like golden ticket, which it can be, but I feel like you definitely need like the right marketing strategy behind it. Like I think that is like the number one thing, honestly, in any business, like your marketing is what's going to get you sales. You can have the best course, the best website ever, but if no one's seeing it, then you're not going to be successful. Yeah. I feel like I've been getting a lot of questions lately, like related to starting an online course and how people can do that to the level that I've been able to scale my online course to. And actually the last couple of months, I have spent time 
developing a new program that I'm really excited to be launching really soon. Um, I'm going to have a live webinar. It's my first time ever hosting a live webinar. Um, So that's super exciting. It's going to be like 60 minutes long and I'm going to teach people exactly how I went from six figures to seven figures in my business through adding an online course to my system. Ooh, that's so exciting. So how much are you going to charge for the webinar? That webinar is going to be completely free. So oh wow! anyone who's interested, any business owner or person who started a side hustle, the webinar is going to be like perfect for you. And I'm really designing it to teach people how to reach that million dollar a year mark. Wow, that's amazing. And like, what do they have to lose? Right? Yeah, I'm really excited. Okay, well, I know that the webinar is going to be about how you reach that next level of wealth, like six figures to seven figures. But tell me about like what that looked like in your daily life, like, like an income of six figures to an income of seven figures. How does your life change? Well, I mean, I think it changed in a lot of ways, but as far as like job wise, um, with dropshipping, I was already creating passive income. And with the strategies I have for building an online course and adding that to your business, that's also passive. So that's one of the things that I like really love most about the business model is like, you can be making sales and having income coming in while you're doing whatever else you want to be doing. Obviously, you set your own hours. It doesn't take that many hours. Um, And you get to like help a lot of people, which I find really cool. And with dropshipping, it really gave me like peace of mind. Like I could go shopping and spend as much money as I wanted. I could buy whatever new bag I wanted. But with adding my coaching services to it, starting an online course where I hit seven figures, now it's more about like setting myself and my family up for a financially free and secure future. And it's just kind of the next level of feeling comfortable and secure with my finances. And with the money I'm making now, I can donate a lot more too. Like this past year, I've been able to donate a lot to the Humane Society. And that's something that's always been really important to me and that I want to continue doing. So, and I was already doing that with um, drop shipping, but this just allows me to do that on like another level. Oh, that makes me so happy. And I feel like keeping those like motivators in your mind is like so important. Yeah, definitely. And I just feel like seven figures is such a big milestone for a lot of people. Like I um, I looked it up the other day and only 2% of businesses ever hit the seven figure mark, which is like wild. What? Yeah. That is wild. And so I feel like that's just a big goal for a lot of people. Yeah. And what people don't realize is in order to be in that 2%, you have to do things different than the other literal 98% of businesses out there and tying it kind of back into what we were saying before, I feel like that comes down honestly a lot to your marketing. Right. You have to be willing to do like what makes other people uncomfortable, like posting on social media, collaborating with people, stuff like that. Whatever makes you uncomfortable is probably what you need to be doing. It definitely involves a lot of like putting yourself out there. And I know, were you scared when you first started doing that? Because 
you do post videos on like TikTok and Instagram of yourself and your opinions and stuff like that. Like, how did that go for you when you first started doing that? When I first started doing it, people were so nice. It was like everything (laughs) went fine. But now I post on TikTok and on Instagram. And here's a marketing tip for you. But if you want your video to like go viral or get a lot of views, like say something that could potentially be like argumentative in your video because then people will comment on it and give their, like people love giving their opinions. But now people are like really mean online. Like it, to the point where it's like, it's, it doesn't make sense. Like what people are saying, not even mean about my business or anything like mean to just like, like they'll watch one video of me and I'll be talking about like making money in my business. And they're like, no, you don't. Or like (laughs) people have commented, like saying that I do only fans. People have commented saying like, shut up or like bullshit. And I'm like, can't. And a lot of people are like proof and I have like screenshots on my pages. The comments just get, and these are like the ones that I am willing to repeat on the podcast. Like there are also some people who are just like mean for no reason. And like, they don't know anything about me or my business. And you know, what's funny is it's always either like a older woman who's like not even older, but like old-ish. I was going to ask if they're bots, like if most of them are bots, but you think that these are real people? Okay. So it's either like a faceless account with okay. like, no, like, yeah. Or it's like a, a mom, someone that says mom and has like a Bible verse in there, a <laughs> oh, Bible no. verse or live, laugh, love in their <laughs> Instagram bio. Or it's like a giant old man, oh my like God. a 400 pound old man. What? Those are, those are the three groups of hate comment people. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. The Bible verse one is crazy. One time we got scammed on Jaguar tickets and I thought that this lady was going to buy them from me on Facebook. And she had a Bible verse in her bio. And I was like, what a sweet little mom. Like, it's going to be totally fine. I can trust her. Nope, she scanned me. So that was fun. I swear it's always those people. Like, I don't think I've ever had a hate comment from someone who's not. Someone actually, like your I have so, I have some outliers, actually. But I'm <laughs> like, how? who? Like, I see videos on TikTok that deserve mean comments. Right. And I don't comment on them. So what people are commenting on videos? Because I feel like if you're commenting on someone's video that you don't know, you're weird. Very weird. Very weird. I mean, I see videos that I love. I see videos that I hate. I don't leave a comment on either. Right. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. You know who handles hate comments better than anyone that I've ever seen in history? Who? That girl from Love is Blind that said that she looked like Megan Fox. Dude, I feel so bad for her. I feel bad for her, but she's out there. And I'm not as far as you are on Love is Blind. Um, But, dude, I went to her... <laughs> This is what I mean. I told you I love to creep on people. I'm like, oh my God, I know she's getting it online. I want to go read these comments. So I go to look at them. And I honestly expected them to all be turned off because like, obviously people are going to be commenting on her looks and stuff like that. And people can get nasty. Which that is mean. That's that as is fuck. Mean. Like, I know. That's so mean. I know. It's 
That's horrible. But nope, she has them all on. She has all of her comments still on. And she, someone commented on it and was like, girl, when are you going to turn your comments off? And she said, haha, I've got this. And I know. And she like was responding to some comments. Like, give me a break. Like just being such a like good sport about all of it and not being afraid of the haters. And so that made me like her a lot more. I was like, you like, good for you. Um, she posted another video and was like making a joke out of it. She was like, okay, all of you people that said I looked like Megan Fox, you can come out of the woodwork now. Like now would be a great time for you to speak <laughs> up. And so I felt like that was, I don't know, that I did like that. I feel bad for her because I think, oh, who's the guy she's with? What's his name? Oh my God. Jimmy. Jimmy. Is that his name? Yeah. Um, I think he only picked her because she said that she looked like Megan Fox. Because literally as soon as they met each other in real life, his interview was like, she lied about looking like Megan Fox. Yeah, he definitely had that in the back of his head. But I don't care if I was Megan Fox's doppelganger, if I was drop-dead gorgeous, I would never compare myself to Megan Fox because it's automatically going to be disappointing no matter what you look like. Who wants <laughs> to be compared to Megan Fox? <laughs> yeah, that's a good Like, point. you have to know that you, he's going to be expecting Megan Fox when you walk out. Yeah. No. That's a good point. But I do, like, people are giving her so much hate online. And I'm sure someone did tell her that once. Because I kind of see, like, I think her eyes look similar to yeah. Megan Fox's eyes. Like, I, I see, like, a slight resemblance in like their eyes if like she's moving quickly yeah and and you have one eye closed but (laughs) but I I don't know I just feel so bad for her and I think that because I'm not caught up as you are um so they're like just on their like honeymoon thing or whatever and she keeps asking him over and over again like are you sure? Do you like the way I look? Like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, obviously you can tell that, like, he's, like, being weird. So I feel bad for her. That's what I don't like is (laughs) – this sounds mean. I think she's a beautiful girl. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with the way she looks. She's not Megan Fox, but who the hell is except Megan Fox? Um, But what I don't like is her personality. (laughs) um that's mean dude people are already dragging her for her looks give her a break I know but her personality is a lot um again I like how she handled the whole situation but she is just a little bit cringy and it's like hard to watch she'll be like like okay I learned my least favorite word from her in the entire human dictionary any human dictionary any language just if you're human that's my least favorite word goober (laughs) she said you're such a goober and i wanted to crawl under my bed and never come out (laughs) you got secondhand embarrassment oh my god it was so bad um you know who else i think is awful on that show is clay is that his name the one who's with ad i don't mind clay dude i feel like he has such potential no listen to this he said i thought he was gonna be okay too but he said she was like talking about counting her calories or something and he was like they were like talking about that and she was like well what if I ever like did get out of shape and he was like I would tell you and she was like what and he was like yeah I would say like get the fuck in the gym and she was like what she was like well one day like we want to have kids I'm gonna have 
like a pregnant belly and he was like and i'll be in the gym every day with you pushing you and i I was like dude being pregnant right now i would be like fuck you i know but i don't think he was being serious i think he was like playing around with her i do not think he was joking whatsoever i feel like he was joking dude he was not joking the gym (laughs) no but she i feel like she's really good at like putting him in his place like calmly have you gotten to the part with his mom no i'm still on the honeymoons his mom is like i love his mom like she's very you'll see like it just seems like he's like still finding his way but like trying i don't like him i did not like that comment that was it's like expecting anyone to be not even the get the fuck in the gym just the i'm gonna be pregnant one day and he was like and i'll be in the gym every day with you like no dude no i mean obviously if like my husband you're not even let's go in the gym and i was pregnant i would like laugh at him my doctor told like literally told me like just walk yeah yeah yeah, it's true. I mean, I get where you're coming from. Um, I my skin crawls when I kind of feel bad talking about these people, but I kind of don't. My skin crawls when Jeremy and Laura are on my screen. Oh, really? Yes. I don't hate them. I hate them. Like, you know who I really like though is um Brittany and Ken, which I didn't think that I was gonna like them, but I think they're like I don't think that I would like them as people, but I like them as a couple. I am more far along than you, so I don't want to give away any spoilers. Okay. I liked them at first. I don't like them. Okay. Damn. I know. I have um, high hopes for them. Yeah. So how do you think Jimmy is gonna react to um Jess when he sees her? Oh, I think he's gonna wanna leave what the girl he's with now. What is her name? Uh, I cannot keep her name straight. Chelsea. Chelsea. Jess is stunning. Like, I cannot believe that she didn't meet anyone either because she, I feel like, did have a really good personality. Yeah. Sometimes I like her. Like, when she stood up to Jimmy, I liked her. But certain times she gives me, like, weird vibes. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, like, crazy? Yeah. I don't know. I like her. She's one of my faves. It's just funny that, like, I feel like some guys get, like, so afraid of, like, a strong-minded woman, which is, like, weird to me. I don't think he was afraid of her being strong-minded. Like, I think that was a total cop-out because he thought that Chelsea looked like Megan Fox. (laughs) But I do agree that that happens sometimes. Like, going back to my TikTok comments, a lot of it is men talking about how I couldn't possibly make a million dollars a year yeah I mean I feel like it's like super important to like be in your femininity and like I love that but I like I don't see how some guys want like their girlfriends or wives or whatever to like literally not have an opinion and like literally go with whatever they say yeah I agree with that it was there was one couple in there where was it Jimmy where he was like well I'm used to being with someone who would, who I would, he didn't say dominant over. I feel like that sounds really aggressive, but he said like, um, who I, who would like, let me make the decisions or something like a hundred percent of the time. That's so weird. Yeah. And I've seen people talk about that on Instagram too. I've also seen like people on TikTok talk about like, going out to dinner with their like boyfriends or husbands and they have to like give them their card before they go in because the 
their boyfriend or husband doesn't want to pay for dinner, but also doesn't want to look like he's not paying for dinner. That's so embarrassing. No, that's way more embarrassing than like the girl. I don't think there's anything wrong with the girl paying. Not for like, this is, I'm not talking about like a first date. I'm talking about like well into the relationship. I don't think there's anything wrong with like women paying for stuff. Or even married. Like what if they're married? Like, your money's all pretty much the same. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's definitely like a weird masculinity thing. Yeah, so another tactical tip is for you to just be authentically yourself. Don't worry about what other people are th- are going to think, whether you have a strong personality, whether you're paying for the meal, whatever. Who cares? Do you. Do what makes you happy. I totally agree. Okay, so on to more important things. Are you caught up on The Bachelor? (laughs) Yes. What do you think of last week's episode? I thought it was really good. I feel like it's gone by really fast because there's already like how many girls are left? Like six or something? Right. Crazy. We like Maria. Can we talk about spoilers? No. Please. Spoilers? Yeah. Where did you see them? I hunt them down. Absolutely not. I hunt down the spoilers. No spoilers. Dude, I'll be one episode ahead of Maddie and she'll be like, don't tell me what happens. Yeah, because you always tell me. I know, because I I can't handle it myself. But I'll, no, I'll be watching the episode and I'll like tell Riley I'm watching it and she'll like be like, oh, blah, 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 get sent home. I'm I like, can't wait. I can't wait any longer. I'm watching it. <laughs> um, But... That's anyway, my ick for you. That's rude. <laughs> if we made ick about for each you other. Is that you're not always on the same episode as me. <laughs> you need to make time. <laughs> I was worried about what you were going to say there. I know. <laughs> I just had it ready. Yeah. <laughs> that was my yeah. time. <laughs> I like pulled out a list. I've had this for- <laughs> in the chamber for so long. <laughs> but I'm happy Jess and her fake accent left. Oh my god, Leah. Leia. Everyone keeps saying Leah. <laughs> I want to find her and I want to push her off a cliff. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> she That's bothered me like more than she should have. Like when she did that one scene where she was like, nails, my hair. <laughs> I yeah. wanted to claw my eyes. I know out. that was so cringy. That was, that was so, very I'm, so, cringy. I'm actually glad that they added it just so that she can be like embarrassed for the rest of her life. <laughs> but because she should be. No, but I feel like there had to be something that happened behind the scenes or something. I mean, Maria did say, like, roll the tapes. But it's just so bizarre to me that these girls had, like, such strong vendettas against her, like, for literally just living her life. Well, I think that my theory is that Leia knew that she didn't really have that strong of a connection with Joey. Right. And so she was like, okay, well, I'm going to get as much screen time as I can so that I'll be remembered and go on. Bachelor in Paradise or whatever. True. And so that's why I think she did that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, she's not going to be remembered for the right reasons. Not by me anyway. Yeah. So I think think Maria is everyone's front runner. But I've seen some people say that they want her to be the bachelorette. We should have Maria on the pod. No. (laughs) I love Maria. I am pretty sure that she doesn't win. But I need her to win. Don't tell anyone spoilers. Well, I, I don't know for sure. I really don't. But I need her to win. Like, I need her to win. Her and Joey have the best chemistry. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I just need it to happen. (laughs) I also really like Daisy. And I like Jen, too. Okay. I like them, too. But, and I know everyone's all for Daisy. 
which she's great. But I feel like Joey has like a really chill personality and like very calming energy and stuff like that. And I feel like Daisy does too, which is great. But I feel like everyone needs like an opposite to like balance them. I actually feel like she's a lot more like fun really? and like out there. Have you seen her um, social media at all? No. Like on TikTok? I've seen like a couple, but nothing like that would make me feel that way. Yeah. I feel like I feel that way from her socials. Okay. Well, later I'm going to go look. Yeah. What do you think about Kelsey? I don't know. Um, you know Which Kelsey? Oh, the one from New Orleans. I don't know. I don't really have like an opinion on her. I, I feel like Joey really likes her. I know. I know. I think he really likes her too. Yeah. I mean, I like her. She seems like a little bit shy, but um, super cute. And Joey seems like super into her. But Maria's my girl. I am obsessed with her. Like I might have a girl crush. That's so funny because we both did not like her on night one. I liked her. I just said that she looked like someone that I've seen in a show before. <laughs> someone mean, you said. No. Don't repeat it. I, I won't. But I, I like her personality a lot. Yeah. Now she's never going to come on the pod. <laughs> I don't think we're her first choice. Damn it. <laughs> Does she have a business? <laughs> Who is her dad? Do you know? I've been dying to know. Why would I know that? (laughs) Why would I know who her dad is? We're not that close. (laughs) Dude, I think of these things and I'll like ask you a question or like I'll ask Topher a question. Like you guys know everything in the world. (laughs) And Topher will be like, I'm glad that you trust me that much. But like, I have no fucking idea. And I'm like, I just really think that you guys know everything. (laughs) That's so funny. Anyway, um, someone said in a TikTok video that her dad was Willy Wonka. But I don't I think they were joking. (laughs) I think it was a joke. Riley, do you know that Willy Wonka is not A nonfiction story. <laughs> I thought maybe he was like the actor from back in the day. What? <laughs> She's like Hispanic. Her name is Maria. <laughs> that guy is like pale and blonde curly hair. You know what? Everyone everyone changes over to <laughs> Not into a Hispanic person. <laughs> I never know. Oh my god. So yeah, I don't think he's Willy Wonka, but I do think that he's famous. I obviously they're like loaded, so I want to know what the background. Wait, why is. do you say obviously? Because it showed their house, and like it was like a, it was like a kingdom. Like she showed like the gates, like walking into it and like walking around the property. Wait, does she still live in Canada? I think so. Does she still live with her parents? I think so. That's weird. If your parents are rich, I feel like it's not. Like, I really rich with a big house. I feel like it's not. Well, I feel like that's weird of the parents, too, to not be like, you need to do something on your own. Yeah. I don't know. When you have a kid, you won't feel that way. I want Carter to stay with me forever. Yeah, but you might feel differently when he's 25 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you, I have a topic that I want to talk about. Okay. I forgot about this. So I went to a farm today with some of my husband's family members and someone had their dog there and it was a puppy it was a nine-month-old german shepherd and it was adorable and she took it to a three-month-long like training class or training camp whatever and they told her that she needs to have her commands be in german (laughs) and i want to know what you think about that because 
this dog was crazy and she was yelling these German words at it and it was not listening. And I'm like, maybe he speaks English. I don't know. But I, I want to know more about why anyone would suggest that. They say that because you're not going to use German words in your day-to-day conversations. Like you might say like, let's go sit down like to someone else, but like, and then your dog hears that and they- So like, they sit? That's not that. No, they don't sit. They like, they get used to hearing it. So they don't listen as well. Oh. Because we had like one of Tyler's friends trained his dogs in Russian because he is Russian and they were like really well trained. Really? Yeah. That is They so were German shepherds to too. She was like, schitzel. <laughs> the dog's like literally fucking running across <laughs> dude she went to a three-month training thing and the dog still didn't yes, listen yes that's what taylor's mom was saying she was like she needs to get her money back. yeah okay so besides maria who else on the show do you think would make for a good bachelorette i think either daisy or jen yeah i just true. like them i like the three of them a lot yeah yeah no i think both of them would be great definitely none of the mean girls dude are you caught up on vanderpump did you watch this week? Yes. Yes, I am. It's so boring. It's so boring. I, I, it's my like my favorite show, and I'm like, I know it's hard to watch. I love Southern Hospitality. Me too. That one's so fun. They need to like revamp it with all new people. Like I love like, what Vanderpump. Oh, I thought you meant Southern Hospitality. No. <laughs> um, no, like I love the people from Vanderpump. They've been great for some years now but same with housewives like people just outgrow their time on the show like i they're they're doing great they're living peaceful lives like they're doing better for themselves i don't want to watch that i want to watch the drama this is who i think like made vanderpump is it was jack stassi mm-hmm. lala and james and yeah. now Jax and stassi are gone right and it's like it's not they're not James and Lala aren't drinking, which like good for them, but right. like also it's just not chaotic right. anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I feel like they need to have like new staff at Vanderpump or whatever. Yeah. On the show. Um, I think the valley might be good though. I don't know. That the at, trailer yeah. is awful. Yeah. But like the Jackson Brittany were talking about it on their podcast. I just saw like a clip really? of it. And they said there was, like, more drama than Vanderpump Rules. And Brittany was like, Kristen, like, goes crazy. So, Kristen's like, always crazy. Yeah. Um. Did you see the rumors that Jax and Brittany, like, weren't together anymore? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not true. I mean, he's I always felt, been a dog. But... I felt like it wasn't true. But then seeing that picture of him with the publicist or whatever. That was, was wild. Horrible. Oh, my God. We haven't talked about you being pregnant on the podcast yet. How is that? It is a lot, but it's good. As good as it can be. I feel like you just like don't realize how much of a like toll it takes on you until you're like in it. Dude, the women that say that they love being pregnant, I think should be psychologically evaluated. (laughs) Um, Pregnancy was obviously horrible for me, but like I keep telling you, the end of it is going to make everything worth it. But I know that it fucking Well, I feel like I've seen a lot of videos from people lately being like, when I was pregnant, I thought I was like one and done. And then I had my baby and now I want like four babies. Literally. And so I don't know like how many kids I'm going to want like once I'm done. Because I don't know. I just like the idea of being pregnant for like four times. Like, oh my God. And I need to know because like 
I, this baby's a boy and I really want to have a girl too. So like, I feel like it'll, that'll depend on like how many kids I have. Like when I get a girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So your boy will be almost exactly one year younger than my boy and they're going to be best friends and I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm really excited. It'll be so fun. And I know you were afraid of being like a weird boy mom, but boys are honestly, and I'm going to sound like a weird boy mom right now, but (laughs) it's honestly like the best thing ever. Like they're the biggest sweethearts. I love it. Yeah, no, I have warmed up to the idea. No, I was always excited to have a boy, but I really thought that I was having a girl and, but now I'm like excited to have a boy. I Love the idea of having a girl too. Like the idea of dressing them up and stuff like that was always so fun. But you'll see it's just as much fun to dress up boys like with their little surf outfits. And and once they get old enough to wear like shoes and start doing hobbies, like it's going to be so fun. Yeah, it will be fun. I'm excited. I'm super excited to meet him and love on him and most importantly, love on you. Like as a new mom, I feel like that is really important. And anyone listening, if you have a friend or family member who's having a baby, keep in mind that the mom should get just as much attention. That's so sweet. Okay. So that's it for this episode. We'll keep you posted on our babies and we can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye.